Welcome to Low Standards and Sports. Thursday, July 7th, 8.34 Eastern Standard Time. Broadcast just outside Detroit Rock City. One of the hardest working cities in the world. Welcome to Low Sports. Hey, man. This does not sound like Queen, nah. Oh, I thought, I didn't think you wanted it first. I thought we were doing a Rockabilly show and we were going to weasel into Queen and sneak in there. And you had all sorts of things to say. This is Link Ray. This is the Low Standards and Fours music cast, not the Bill podcast. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Jesus, weenies. Holy Hanna-Barbera. There we go. I I thought we were going to get into the show and then you were going to drop this huge queen thing on us. But go ahead. What do you got, brother? Tell me. Talk to you. Um, so tonight is all about rockabilly. Yeah. Uh, there's an innocence mm-hmm. about it. There's a rhythm about it. And you really cannot like it. Am I right? You can't, yeah. You, you, you either love you it or you hate not it. Like it. Yeah, I probably said that right. You can't not like it. There, there's a, there's something that makes you happy when you listen to rock and roll. Yeah. Don't you agree? And this is one of those. It's a crazy little thing called love. It's one of those. It's like, oh my gosh, this is just fun. The bass line is just so up and down. Right? Incredible. Um, yeah. You know, a lot of us uh, don't understand rockabilly. Not exactly sure what it is. Uh, there's a lot of uh, a lot of bands out there that have the style of rockabilly, but uh, never really got classified. Uh, Bill and I were talking earlier. It might be a, you know, got an Elvis. Uh, it might be Queen, Jerry Lee Lewis, um, Cramps, Measure Measure Chups. Measure Chups. Yep. Yep. Well, um, so Measure Chups. Great style of music. Yeah, Measure Chups and Hillbilly Moon Explosion and L.A. Witch. I would classify more in the Psychobilly. Yeah. Because yeah. within that, within that. Rockabilly is the the psychobilly, which is like that dark B movie type uh, haunted house stuff. That's very um, rockabilly ish, but it's just right. the darker themes. Right. Um, some you can you can. There's a difference in the guitar. Um, you know, you had mentioned all, one. I think we all remember this uh, this song from uh, the game Queen. The game. It's kind of when they. They turned yeah. a little bit pop, you know. It's I think when like REM turned to green, or not green. Yeah. Uh, what was Shiny Happy People? That was on. Uh, here we go again. Life's Anyways, Life's Life's nah, right? No, nope. it was not. It was one of the middle ones. Uh, but you know, yeah. REM turned got a little bit more poppy, a little bit more. They're kind of following the trend a little bit. And right. But uh, rockabilly, you know, it, it's it it's staying the test of time. It's been around for a long time. And, well, and uh, like I said, I don't think it really gets tagged as like, you know, like a speed metal or a gothic or a, uh, you know, whatever, um, whatever, disco. Uh, rockabilly just kind of, It has you know, its, own, its own life. Yeah. And it, it's not really explained or talked about all that much, I think. Uh, right. And the, the confusion is stuff like this. You get this guy doing... Um, Right here. Is this rock and roll or is this rockabilly? And we'll pull this up and see what we get. We get a commercial. 
So we're going to just do this. But no, this is this is actually, I wasn't thinking about doing this, but you brought it up because, you know, Queen's not a rockability band. But no. That song sure is. Yeah. And there's it's a, a style. There's a, yeah, there's a bunch of bands that, like, have just, that's their sound. Yep. You know, but then you, you, you go back into the 50s and 60s and you go, all right, well, is this the beginnings of rock and roll or is this the beginnings of rockabilly or is this both well i think a lot of 50s and 60s bands were called the 50s you know they weren't called rockabilly they were called the 50s right at but least in our, our generation you know right and then you listen to this and it's chuck berry right yep but this is rock and roll but yet it's got all the classics basic features of rockabilly right yeah, no, I agree. So, I mean, I just thought, you know, that's Johnny B. Good, Chuck Berry. Great. Yeah, it's a little bit, it's kind of a newer, I think, when rock was kind of getting a little bit more popular. Yeah. But probably had the roots of rockabilly in there, you know? Well, and here, let me throw this out to you. Since, I mean, we just jumped right into it, and I'm happy we did. But um, yeah. this this one uh, is, this is the original artist in the 50s. And then somebody did it in the late 70s. And I want you to guess who did it. This is the original, Eddie Cochran. Right? And this is, you know, it's the 50s music. Right, right. This is the basis for rockabilly. Yeah, for sure. It's got all the right stuff to it. He's talking about girlies and dancing and jumping around in fast cars. And the guitars that's that pushing, pumping. I don't I don't think you could walk into any venue, concert hall, party, gathering, whatever, listen to this music. Right. And so here's the 1978 version from a band who's definitely not rockabilly. But you know You know this band. Yeah, you do. This is on uh, God Save the Queen. Yes, yes. Sex Pistol. Yeah. That's right, they did do that. Yeah. And, and this is the song that brought me into the Sex Pistols. Yeah. Okay. And if you heard this. The, yeah, if you listen to some of the Sex Pistol song back in the day, you would never know that song was them because of the how different their styles were. Well, and, and yeah, and that was a polished version of of that yeah you know i'm, that was, I'm sure live it's a lot different or whatever and, a but lot more raw i had bill open up with queen um the queen song and i wanted to get in a little bit of in, in a queen a little bit but we'll save it for another time but it, what we're talking about meaning uh the whole rockabilly style um it yeah. can be repeated any band can really do it i think it's just based on the techniques that they use for uh drumming and for the guitar riffs and stuff but yeah um, you know, Queen was one of those bands that um, did that. They they could play, you know, we might even have a, a half a show on Queen because of diversity. Uh, they were just a, a band that had, uh, a, like I said, a lot of diversity. They were educated. Most of them had PhDs in music. And they did it their own way. I don't know if anybody saw the documentary or the movie on Queen, but they just did it the way they wanted to do it. And uh, they were all over the board. They had... If I can play you songs, they have, I could play you five songs that are so completely different. You would never think it's the same band. Well, right. I mean, you know, you get the, 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 what's his name? Um, Freddie Mercury. 
No, I'm thinking of the movie where you know they're oh. headbanging in the car. To the, oh, the, yeah, the, the um, song that I can never think the name of until yeah, someone uh, says it. Hold on, it's Night at the Opera, Bo- uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. So everybody knows that song. Yeah, and the movie remade that thing as famous as it was when it first came out. Yeah, but that's that's a completely different song than the one we played, "Crazy Little Thing Called Love," which is yeah. completely different than "I Want to Ride My Bicycle." Yeah, yeah, exactly. There's a there's a song called the Prophet Song, which is just incredibly beautiful. And there's a song called I, mean, I could go on and on and on. Uh, yeah, but anyways, that's another for another show. Um, Let me guess. I I, I want to get this out though. Um, yeah. I have to ask you this. This is a very important question, and I don't yeah. know the answer. Are you by any chance a fan of Queen? Um, <laughs> just, just I've just heard a couple of their songs. No, you know, I'll tell you this. If you guys want to know anything about me, I know you guys don't, but I'll tell you anyways. Uh, I had a, hey, a it's not the Eric show. It's no, the it's most right Anderson Parr show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I had a buddy down the street. His name was Jeff. He had a buddy. Oh, yeah, Jeff, yeah. Ryan was older. And uh, two guys I looked up to, really fun guys, cool guys, whatever. And when Brian would go to work, I would go over and hang out with Jeff and we'd flip through all of Brian's records and play them on his stereo. And one of the bands was Queen. It's one of the first albums I ever really heard was Queen News. Uh, well, it was News of the, uh, News of the World right. and um, Night at the Opera. And when you hear those two albums back to back, they're so completely different. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it made me just a huge fan of Queen. Um, I think they hit it bigger in, in, in the in Europe than they ever did here in the States. But um, oh, they had a big following. They, they, yeah, know, sold millions of albums all over the place. But yeah, they had um, they were um, they did Live Aid, and if anybody hasn't seen it, you should watch it. Um, there's a YouTube clip of them for like twenty some minutes, and a lot of people kind of discounted Queen at Live Aid. You know, they thought U2 was going to take the you don't mm-hmm. kind of run the whole thing, and um, Queen got on got on there. And little did I know, I read this in an article, but it's when Queen did Live Aid, it was right after Freddie Mercury was diagnosed with AIDS, and I think this was oh. like his farewell. But he put on Rolling Snake. Stone has wrote articles and articles and articles. A lot of people wrote articles about it. Said it was the um, the uh, producer. Uh, what am I trying to isn't, say here? Isn't, isn't it, that the one was, where he just sat down at the piano and just started playing? Yeah, he, and he, he's sitting there yeah. at, at uh, Wembley with a hundred. I think it was like hundred and twenty thousand people there. And right. when you look out into the crowd, I, I swear you'd think eighty percent of them are, are, are you know found along with them. But uh, it was it was one of the best best uh, concerts they said ever. Um, what am I? What am I trying to say? I just want to say production. One of the best. Uh, Concerts, performances, um, performances. Yeah. That, yeah. So, if you haven't seen it, look up uh, Queen Live Aid. There's like 22 minutes. He does a phenomenal, phenomenal job at it. So, but, nice. Uh, anyways, what else you got on us? Got for us tonight? Well, you know, um, <laughs> guess who just joined us? Snake. Uh, who? Snake. 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 What up, cuz? What's up, cuz? Uh, you know, um, we uh, I talked to Snake the other night, and he's like, hey, I told him about, uh, we did a podcast on Sunday, and uh, oh, he goes, did Sunday, you do a show Sunday, about Sunday. Luna? And I said, yeah. Or I said, no. And then when I re-listened to the show, we mentioned Luna a couple of times, actually. Yeah. So hopefully Luna's uh, doing well. Luna's uh, Snake's dog. 
Oh, right, because, oh, that's, all right. See, I didn't piece those two things together. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I didn't well, realize that was your, that snake, your dog loves me. Yeah. <laughs> I got a picture uh, of her that's... sleeping on my on my lap. Yeah, Luna well, spooned with uh, with Bill the other night. Yeah, not really my yeah, lap because she'd kill me. Yeah. Dog's 800 pounds. Yeah, what a beautiful dog, though. Yeah. Um, no, I was going to play this other one for you, do an original and the remake. Yeah. And I want you to guess the remake people again. You'll you'll get, the, I mean, you know this, the original is Warren Smith doing this one. You should recognize the riff. Hmm. Now let it simmer in your head for a bit. But this is the 50s version. And then you got... Uh, What's up, got crazy these, lady? These guys coming out with... I uh, let it go back to the beginning. So here we Thanks go. Thanks for joining. And you know this one. Same song, Uranium Rock. Cramps? The Cramps. How would I get after eating a couple of chili dogs? Yeah. And the first one was Warren Smith doing the 50s version. But the Cramps, the, you know, and the Cramps, we could do our own show on. Oh, yeah, also, for sure. We could do a Cramp show. We could just alone and then the queen show and yeah all that stuff but the cramps themselves i mean these guys they did a lot of remakes early on um, and became part of the repertoire but they're the way they took the rock ability and these guys were almost the start of um psychobilly yeah yeah because they took that rockabilly fun stuff and they darkened it you know, I don't know if they went, you know, a half half measure off or something or whatever the term is. Right. Uh, where you change the pitch or whatever and just did they, they did smart guy things and just turn it into themselves. Yeah. I wonder if Rock and Billy will ever get popular again if it was in the fifties and sixties. You know? Well it should be because I mean you got, it's not popular now. You, you get know? stuff like this that shows up in movies once in a while. And this is sort of rockabilly. Five, six, seven, eights. Yeah, sure. This is from Kill Bill. Or it was in this Kill Bill soundtrack. Five, six, seven, eights are awesome. I've, uh, I think I got like six or seven of these songs, you know, when I was buying stuff through uh, iTunes. Yeah. I bought a bunch of their stuff, but I really like it. It's just fun. The guitar work, the drums are simple. You know, it's just oh, I yeah, I nothing really complex about all this. It's maybe just, a snare drum, uh, a cymbal, 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 and yeah. uh, just what not you said. Uh -huh. Thanks for liking the snow, snow, snow shake. Yay, snicking the snakies. So that was the five, six, seven, eight. Woohoo! But and you know that was, you know what I don't know less than 10 years ago right yeah yeah kill bill came out something like yeah. that i don't know yeah i don't know if i ever saw it um crazy uh so that was oh did i play yeah i what played else? eddie yeah. cochran something else eddie cochran um is another one of those um so it says rockabilly is one of the earliest styles of rock and roll dates back to the 50s especially in the south yeah it's got a certain um, some have also described it as being a blend of bluegrass and rock and roll. Yeah, I'll buy that. Yeah. Read me more while I find this other one. 
Oh, for sure. Um, leading to what's considered classic rock and roll. A uh, blend of bluegrass and rock and roll. Some of uh, described it as. Well, right. And then that puts you into, you said bluegrass and rock and roll. Rockabilly. Uh, how about... You know, this funny one? is, uh, I, used to, I used to throw a bunch of pool parties when I was younger. My parents had a pool and... Uh, I always said, you know, be prepared. I play a lot of disco music. And people were always like, oh, I hate disco music and all that. But, you know, after about like 10 minutes of listening to it and a couple of cocktails, they all loved it. But, you know, this is oh, just yeah. a, a style of music that just never gets old. You know, it never really criticized this music. Elvis did it, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not music. Oh, we've been making rings. The crazy lady's been making rings. They're making rings. Like rings for your finger or just yeah, ringy, 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 ding, ding, dings in the air. One ringy dingy, two ringy dingy. Um, How's it up there in the northwest, crazy lady? Rings for the rings fingers. For the fingers. Oh, Somebody get sure married? Got a, a jeweler now. Oh, around the collar. the rest of us. Good. Bill and I are going to come see it. We're going to go on a road trip. Maybe we'll grab Luna and Snake and we'll drive, we'll come up and see a spoon ring. Well, I don't know spoon ring. ring. Oh, a spoon ring like as in for, um, I don't know. I was thinking of something like you put on the table around the napkins. Oh. What would be called? you call those napkin rings? Utensils, napkin rings? Uh, don't call me like this. Elvis. Yeah. Who is this? Just walk into this. Luna, Luna is a diva, a diva. And yeah, she was. Yeah, she was digging it. So, um, speaking camper, of camper van, classic. Yes, classic uh, rockabilly. And we'll 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 pull ourselves into some later stuff. But this guy, oh. um, this is Gene Vincent. 51 or something like that, 53. I don't remember. So, crazy lady, take do you melt them down or you just reshape them and turn them into jewelry? I got you. Maybe you can make something uh, for Bill if you're picking his nose. Sure. I wasn't listening. I was jamming to the music. Gene Vincent singing a lot of love. Um, on the behalf of uh, myself and uh, El Carpe here, Bill, we want to apologize for last uh, week's show or this earlier this week, Sunday, whatever it was, Sunday night. Oh, the Sunday night yeah. mess. Yeah, it, it was actually pretty funny, but uh, it, it, it went south quick. So we had to, we had to, whatever. Oh, we, yeah, we I, ended up. Yeah, I, I did. I, I've listened to it a couple times now. And I, I've laughed both times. I think uh, <laughs> I think Fuckballs got uh, was embarrassed about freezing the cat. <laughs> I don't understand how, how. Why? Why would you bring that up? I, I just. Uh, I was alcohol. Oh right, right. That's right. Yeah, she uh, she froze a cat and put it in a freezer. Well, then I was thinking like, well, shit, I'm eating this hot dog. Maybe the hot dog came from the freezer. Oh geez, that's you're yeah. Wrong. You're just sticking around. <laughs> That's sick and wrong. So you remember this one? This guy was this guy did a, with the piano. What, Jerry Lee Lewis. Yeah, what these other guys were doing with guitars. But 
he yeah. does the rockability this... guitar work, but with a piano. Yeah. Just remarkable. Okay, how, know, how, can this, how can this music ever get old? It can't. And why does I, I'd love to have a show about why some music gets old and some doesn't. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it before. We talked about having that show. But it's oh yeah. Tough. We thought about having that show. We thought about doing a lot of things that would have made sense. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, we're old and dumb, so what do we know? There's a whole lot of shaking going on. You know, Eric, what I'd like to have happen? Yeah. I'd like you to shake, baby shake. Can you please just shake, baby shake? I'm doing it right now. (laughs) Apparently there's a whole lot of shaking going on. But, I mean, you're right. that That song never gets old. No. Um, then let's see. And I played this one already. Played this one. Oh, I didn't play this one. What's that smell? Oh, that would be me. I've been swimming in raw sewage. I love it. Oh, you're welcome. Apparently, I missed Nick's phone call. Um, oh, I wasn't watching either. So, what was I going to tell you? Uh, anyways, keep going. Um, why don't you, you probably read a disclaimer? So, uh, I can read the disclaimer over Dave Edmonds. Yeah, let it rip there, Chip. Uh, let's find the disclaimer. Here's one that's actually the official disclaimer from the law offices Jameson Walker, Statler, and Waldorf, uh, which is please listen to Joan Rest. These guys are mildly insane. The music expression of the host is not necessarily those rational human beings. All shows are poorly researched and presented by idiots. That's you and me. Any semblance of intelligent thoughts are purely coincidental should not be considered factual. This program is not endorsed by any committee, team, group. What did I put there? Teething babies, organization, or tribe, or band? Teething <laughs> babies? Uh, apparently, teething babies did not approve or endorse the show. No animals were harmed during the production of the show, especially when... Uh, please check with your doctor uh, prior to listening to the show. Uh, not available in Colorado or Delaware. Uh, so that's the... The deal there and yeah of course we always claim fair use because we're just going to play the music that we love and encourage people to go buy it we haven't made a dime from this show yeah Eric, how, how much money have we made from this show like uh zero and you probably owe me like four or five thousand dollars so we'll right something that. like that give or take a six <laughs> right uh six pack i mean um, right exactly so remember folks you haven't paid for this neither have we <laughs> yeah we <laughs> so when you're disappointed you got nothing to complain about right right Mm-hmm. Um, defining features of rockabilly sound included uh, strong rhythms, boogie woogie of uh, piano riffs. Boogie woogie, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah. Singing, and common use of tape echo. Oh, yeah. That would be Link Ray does a lot of that. This is Dave Edmonds again from 1979 or 78, I think. And, um, this was one that one of my buddies I worked with on the boat had a cassette tape with just old classic stuff like this. Yeah. And this was on it. And I'm like, dude, that's awesome. Copy that tape. And it's got it somewhere in the house. Well, if you're on like a road trip or something, you're perfect music. You know? Keep you inspired. You never get bored. Oh, yeah. And then what? Uh... Well, I can't believe you brought this one up because this to me is not rockabilly, but I'm just, uh, you know, since we're in it, we're doing it. Kind of, yeah. This is not rockabilly to me. It doesn't have to be so black. 
it's got a little bit of a guitar to it, but that's, that's it's it's I don't know. Anyway, that's Sean on uh, I wonder why 1971. Yeah, well, thanks for giving a shout out. Yeah, uh, moot. Take a look at the comments. Your your dinner date's calling. Um, what was the one I was going to look up? Uh, yeah, so Bonnie, hold on. This is another. Uh, this is more of the, uh, what do you call these things? What I was talking about with uh, Psycho Billy. This is the Messer Chops. This is, again, my favorite. Um, and thanks for sticking around, Snake. Great, great listening to you talk to us while we're typing or whatever. Yeah. Sort of that thing. Um, but no, this is more of that Psycho Billy type. It's, it's got a different feel to it than uh, the Rockabilly. But I mean, you know, this is the Monsters theme. But then if you go from that to, uh, let's see. Not Dave Edmonds. Who's who's the one? Uh, it's like burping in the podcast show. Oh, you like that? Yeah. Um, I was trying to do that so it wouldn't go, but it went right into the microphone, apparently. Space. Um, so if you go from, let's say, this, Messer Charts, which is contemporary to now, right? They're still doing gigs. And you pull something like this from the 80s, This has, it's like the, it's like a major key and the other one's a minor key. You know what I mean? Like one is up and one is down. Yeah. So this is Rock This Town, of course. And that's Stray Cats. And that's the same basic rock and rockabilly stuff, right? But it's that up, up tempo, upbeat, up sound to it. That's beautiful. And then this Messer Chucks is more of that down sort of. It's like the bass is going down, whereas the other one, the bass is going, I don't know. There's something to it. This makes it sound darker. Yeah. Deeper almost a bass line type block. I don't know. So, anyways, that was fun. Well, one might be able to stand up bass and one might be the bass guitar. It could be. Because I think the stand-up bass was uh, classic for the Stray Cats for a while, wasn't it? I would, yeah, yeah, I think so. I don't know if they had a bass guitar, but they, they had. Uh, I know when Brian Setzer did, you know, Brian Setzer Orchestra, he started. Uh, he had a stand-up bass guy. Yeah. Or at least yeah. for some of the things that I've seen him doing. There was uh, a cool band here in the Detroit area called the Twistin' Tarantulas, and uh, they played with a stand-up bass. I've seen them a bunch of times way back in the day. Huh, so it's Twisting Tarantulas. Would you Twisting um, Tarantulas? They are they're on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. What's uh Ain't Got All Night? Detroit band. Yeah. In fact, my old buddy I used to hang out with, his buddy was the drummer there for a while. Then he left Twisting Tarantulas and he went to go play for Better Than Ezra. Oh yeah, you told me about this guy. Yeah, that was the story. You wanna smell nice? And I know So this could be um but we ain't got all yeah, this is definitely, this fits. Yeah. 
but it's sort of like it's a little more psychability because it's a little like punk rockabilly. Yeah, a little more punk, a little more rock. So one of the things I remember, the difference between uh, rockabilly and psychobilly was the, uh, not the theme, but what's the, the lyrics, the yeah. actual theme of the song. Rockabilly was much more upbeat, going to get that girl, going to race that car, going to drive and have some right. and party and drink with my boys or whatever. Whereas the rock, uh, the psychobilly took it to that, um, that dark gonna go down to the liquor store and get your shit and do the, you know and or whatever like you know I, I don't have time to wait for you get your shit together kind of thing um, yeah try um what about the blasters Marie Marie try that for a second yeah well the blasters the blasters were in this is and I'm not gonna go um we'll come back to Marie Marie but um they did this one uh which was in a movie uh which was the dumb rock and roll opera movie with hmm. uh michael pear who was eddie and eddie and the cruisers and the cruisers yeah this was uh it was like the dumbest ever movie um i can't remember what it is but the blasters did a version of this song and that Jack oh White yeah did. yeah but that marie marie is pretty good you know play a little bit of this first for a couple of seconds yeah then go to jack white and play the same song we did this before yeah. i'm not doing that again we'll go to this marie marie. This I'm, the co-host is making a request We've done it already, and we talked about this the last show. We didn't want to do the same story. Marie, Marie. Yeah, this is definitely rock and roll. Streets of Fire. That's what the we talked about were. that already. Next, God, move on. I was just trying to get the the name because I knew it was going to drive me crazy. God. Doss just said that he wants to be a co-host. <laughs> oh, so he can Come on, yell Doss. At, so he can yell at you too. Yeah. Um. So we'll get rid of this. Um. What about uh, Charlie Rich? You know anything about him? Never heard of him. Really? Uh, yeah, I don't recognize any of these songs. A lot of this stuff it was like some of the stuff that came up on a list that I was looking at. Um, and some of these names are like, I kind of recognize the names, but I don't recognize any of the songs. But, uh, oh, you were talking about this one. Um, is it Baby in Blue Jeans? No, it's Drive Your Car, right? Could be. Yeah, I'll pull out the official video. Because you can never go wrong with the official video. And you might want to tell us something about this one, because I don't know if this is rockabilly, necessarily more just rock and roll. But this is L.A. Witch, who we're going to go see, right? 
Did we decide that? Uh, I know we talked about it. Oh, Doss is trying to get at least six listeners from us. Yeah, I see. That's why they're going. Uh, well, that and 17 on the other stages. Uh, well, how about, uh, you know, this name. <laughs> are you are you and Dawson having a conversation right now? Yeah. All right. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna go see these guys. Let's fade that out. Two for the show. Elvis, of course, picked up on this one. For some reason, I think, I do think Carl Perkins was the one who wrote this. You know, maybe he didn't write it. Yeah, he did. So, again, it's like really rock and roll, but it's rockabilly-ish. Right? I think so. Sounds this good. Guy's, he's a classic. He's a great. It's Carl Perkins, man. Can't go wrong with that guitar. Um, but we should go back to your favorite. I'm just going to do this because... And this is one of our favorites too, isn't it, Eric? I don't even know who this is. You know exactly who this is. All this? The Cramps. Right. Definitely the Cramps. I, I'm not paying attention to the comments because I'm waiting for you to talk to them. You're just ripping through these songs like who the hell they are. You know who the cramps are? Cheese and rice. What's the other? What's your favorite cramps one? Uh, Is it, I don't know. Uh, it can't be this one. Is it Human Fly? No. Um, you know, it's always a good one. Freebird, Doss suggests Freebird as a good rockabilly song to play on our podcast this evening. Yeah, I don't know if that's going to fit. It could. Give us something to talk about. Could be why Freebird's not a rockabilly song. Freebird's definitely not a rockabilly song. This is more of the, we're going psychobilly at this moment. But it's the cramps, and it's off the bone, so... 
You can't go wrong with Grant. I'm going, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to go through your list too. We've done your Jerry Lee Lewis, your Shanana, Elvis, Stray Cats. Should I go back to the Queen? No. Queen only had that one song. Right. Oh, this is the other one that you and I both like, but it's more psychobilly. Um, and it's this one here. Um, at least I thought this is the one that you wanted me to play. I wrote down a couple of things. Let me go back and look here while uh, while this one's going. Oh, <laughs> yeah. All right, tell us about a little bit of what you're playing. Oh, Enter I would but, entertain uh, our listeners. I would, but uh, this is one of the ones that you picked. It's Hillbilly Moon Explosion. You're going so fast, I can't even keep up. I was the one to talk about Well, you weren't saying anything, so I was just going to the next thing, just trying to get you to speak. You were just spending your time typing. songs in like two minutes. I was like, I don't know who the hell even more. All right. All the whispering creeps toss out, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, this is uh, Hillbilly Moon Explosion, My Love Forevermore. Yeah. Well, he slept over here the other night. Thank God, uh, Luna protected me. That was Snake's dog. Were you going to talk about uh, Hillbilly Moon Explosion? Um, no, I didn't have a chance to pull them up to. Uh, to... Oh well, because I'm playing there another one. This is uh, Call Me. The first one was an older one. This is, I think, newer. Oh, they're doing a version of uh, Blondie. Uh, yeah. I didn't realize it was that called. Yeah. I like her voice. So Hillbilly Moon Explosion in 1998 as a part of a Zurich rockabilly scene. Yeah. Founded by Native English and citizen Oliver Baroni. Italian singer and uh, um, let's see. I've heard these guys before. Quite entertaining. Some very polished, um, nice sound. Good representation of uh, of rock. A little bit of the modern version, I think. Yeah. Well, and that's where we wanted to go with this because Hillbilly Moon Explosion, Metro Chops. What were we talking about? The blasters are uh, relatively recent. Hillbilly Moon appeared as an opening act for Jeff Beck and Paris Olympia in both 2018 2019. They also toured the West Coast of the So, what I do is, a lot of these bands that um, we're listening to, I put little. Uh, uh, you can go on to a lot of these websites and uh, put a reminder in there. So, if they tour in our area, They'll send me a reminder of touring. Um, get, get. But, uh, I don't know if, uh, if I've ever heard of Hillbilly Moon Explosion come around here or not. But, I think that would be a fun show to see. Yeah. Absolutely. I've seen uh, Brian Setzer band, Orchestra, 
They're really good to count for. Oh, he puts on a great show. Yeah. So that is, oh, she's got a great voice. Yeah, here we go. This is where they're adding their own touch. The guitarist guy is really good. And these guys do have a stand-up bass. Yeah. I really like them. Play the master check check? Uh, briefly. You were not paying attention to me at the time. Would you like the Master Chups? Well, yeah. Well, don't you play the Master Chups if you talk about them for a minute or two instead of a 20-second blurb? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I was doing a comparison with the Master Chups. And... The Master Chups are from, they're from Russia, aren't they? Yeah. Russia. So, you, yeah. yeah, they're from band from Russia. I don't have them pulled up, but right. um, definitely an American sound. Uh, again, another version of rockabilly that goes overseas to uh, the country that, you know, maybe that. Could, they could use a little happiness. Yeah, that might be the best way of putting it. Yeah, I, I'm um, not going to go political at all because I don't want to. But again, it's a style of music that has, uh, you know, let me see, I'll read some information about them. The band was fronted by Oleg uh, Famchenkov. Famous uh, performed with some blah, 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 blah. Um, let's see what information we find out about them. They are, uh, Master Chips combined surf rock and traditional Russian music, as well as using samples from historical recordings, lounge music, and vintage film soundtracks. The live shows feature projections of old horror and sci-fi movies. And uh, Guitarkin has cited Link Ray and Adventures as info. Yeah, that and makes sense. Looks, yeah. Because yeah. his guitar work does have a lot of Link Ray feel to it. Yeah. That little, the, when he's on the downbeat and he um, a little twang on it, that's a total Link Ray movie. And just to make a side note, the uh, lead vocalist is not hard on the eyes. Harry uh, oh, lady. She's the bass player, too. Yeah. She's um, fascinating. Let's just put it that way. Yeah. It's just three of them up there on stage. Most times. So that was the Messer Chups. Would you like to hear anything else by them? Because they do a lot of originals, too. You're in charge. Oh, am I? Yes. All right. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. Um, I'm just going to go to, oh, here, um, back to the five, six, seven, eight, because I played the one that was famous, the woohoo song. Yeah. And I don't know if this is an original of theirs, they're just fun. This is, this song's the Barracudas on 5, 8, 6, 7, 8. Five, oh. six, seven, eight. 
Let's do woohoo. But it's just fun. It's that up and down bass that just keeps on moving. You know, the drums aren't killing it, but it's just keeping it yeah, going. Yeah, the guitar is a little forward on, on this one. Yeah. I just want to throw another one of those in there just for grins and giggles. So I've chewed through most of our list of the ones that we would recognize. Yeah. Um, you said you don't recognize Charlie Rich. What about Buddy Knox or Ricky Nelson? I played Dave Edmonds, right? Yeah, I recognize the name uh, Dave Edmonds. Was it uh, Dave Edmonds or was it Eddie Cochran I played? Yeah, Dave Edmonds was the crawling from the wreckage. Um, we talked about that one. Hmm. What else you got? Maybe someone else has some kind of... Uh, no, why don't you look up the Burnettes, the, the Burnettes and type in Train Kept Rolling. I'm just a little curious about this for a second. The Burnettes, B-U-R-N-E-T-T-E-S. The Burnettes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Johnny Burnett. <sighs> Johnny Burnett, Train Kept Rolling. Let's see what it gives us. this in the 70s well it's aerosmith song i never realized that it was a remake oh right in fact when i saw aerosmith was the first band i ever saw in concert about 13 they yep. opened up with this song okay yeah and i think when i heard it i was like i know this song and my dad used to play some 50s stuff a lot yeah uh, and had a bunch of records that were Less than Christian, <laughs> right? Uh, for the day, you know, now you know, lady dancing in her shorts on stage is nothing. But in the fifties, lady dancing on stage in her shorts was sacrilege. Yeah. yeah. All the crazy devil music. You know, don't worry, it won't be long now, Eric. We'll be back in the fifties. Pretty much. Yeah. The way everything. Or the way this train keeps it rolling. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> so that's Johnny Burnett, Train Kept it Rolling. Yeah, that's a good one. And that's just a great song. It is a great song. Errol Smith did it, did it proud. I remember. I'm trying to think here. Who's Buddy Knox? Hula Love, Party Doll, 1957. This could be fun. Buddy Knox, Ling Ting Tong. I'm smoking bullet. I'm smoking bullet. I went to Chinatown. Yeah, this is more just rock and roll 50s stuff. Though. Yeah. They call him, uh, he was on that list I looked at. I'm like, eh, you know, they're not always right. Right, you pull a list off the internet, and you're not always going to catch the right stuff. Did yeah. we do this? This guy? Oh, we didn't because um, 1974, Crane kept rolling was included on Aerosmith's second album, "Get Your Wings." Yeah. 
Um, that's not, no, the red one with the big wings on it, that's not that one. That's a different one. No, I think that was Journey. Well, they, Journey always had some kind of wings. But you, you'll know this guy. It's almost like we've gone all 50s all night long. Uh, that's kind of what rockabilly is. What really happened the day the music died? So this is Buddy Holly. That'll be the day. What do you know about Buddy Holly? Nothing. I know he died. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, Richie Valens. Big Popper. Yeah. Yeah. That's like. I don't know a lot about him. That's uh, American music history legend. Yeah. He was probably what, 27? I think so, yeah. I don't even know who Big Popper was. I'm assuming he was another artist back then. Uh, he, yeah, he was a 50s guy. Um, he had this one, which you'll know. Um, you should know this song. Hello, baby. Yeah, this is the Big Bopper speaking. Um, and this isn't really rockabilly, but it's the Big Bopper. We were talking about the day the music died. Buddy Holly. This is uh, Chantilly Lace. You know, with a pretty face. Yeah. Would you consider Roy Orbison no. rockabilly? No. His name, showed, his, his name showed up on that list, and I was like, yeah, you know, I don't think so. He's probably just around the same time rockabilly was was uh, popular. Yeah. So I've exhausted the the ones that I wanted to play, and I think. Some of the ones, did you want me to pull up another Elvis? No, no. I just wanted to go through Rockabilly, let uh, everybody know that, uh, you know, great music is still out there, even though it doesn't get played uh, very often. Look up uh, some of the bands that we spoke about, The Cramps, Elvis, um, I mean, Queen for the one song they had. Maybe they had another one. I'm not really sure. I have to dig into their archives. Uh, Jerry Lee Lewis, everything from the 50s to... To current, the Messer Chups from Russia. What am I forgetting? Um, Stray Cats. You know, there's a lot of diversity in music out there, and that's what we're trying to bring to you. So. The Cramps, the Blasters. Yeah, if you guys like this stuff, um, look it up. You yeah. know, it's uh, it's available. We're not making any money on this show. We are just promoting the, the artists, hoping that you guys might buy their music and... Uh, we're talking about the stuff we like. But yeah. So I was actually um, waiting for during that quiet time. Just I'm gonna cut in just for a second and then I'm gonna let you finish up. But during that quiet time, I was waiting for you to just kind of do something like this. Your Majesty, you look like the piss boys. And you look like a bucket of shit. <laughs> I was oh, waiting for you to man. give me that one. Yeah, that's funny. I didn't mean to take the show over. You just stopped talking, yeah. so I was just you're, doing stuff to entertain because you were a podcast talking. bully tonight. Right. Well, no, you and Doss were having your own conversation, so I let you have your own conversation. <laughs> I was just doing my shit. 
you know, keeping the, the, the other two and people who occasionally mad. listen to yeah. us. Whatever. Um, the, the other two people that might be listening to us at some point in the future might have got a kick out of the fact that there was still music planned. Whatever, maybe. baby. Maybe. Maybe, baby. Um, all right. Well, tune in uh, once you have your uh, once you have some kind of uh, music for our, our out show. For our out show? Yeah, I just made that up. I like that. Our um, whatever. I'm queuing it up as we speak. Uh, I gotta find the volume. Here we go. We can go out to this. Yeah. Um, uh, Messer Chups. Yeah. Doing a cover. Surf style uh, rockabilly. Surf wave, as they like to call themselves. Yeah. And this is a uh, remake of Love Terrace Park. Uh, all right. Well, listen. Uh, we had a lousy show on Sunday that got us a ton of listeners. Right. Uh, or at least downloads. Uh, it was actually pretty funny, but short. Um, it was. Uh, well, you said what? We had like 192 downloads in like two days. Doss is back. Hey, Doss. Doss is calling. Some enforcement calling. Oh, and we have our mascot German in the background. There you go. I, I told him, I said earlier when we were getting ready to start the show, I says, Sherman, you going to join us tonight? Uh, you know, Eric's been asking about you. And he just looked at me like, what the hell's going on? He, hear, he hears my name. He starts yeah. barking. I just think um, he, like, he likes Joy Division. Yeah, we got Peter Hook coming up uh, on the 15th of August. Yep. Um, Hamtramck Muse Festival. I'm going to find out from my brother this week what we're doing. Yeah. Uh, that's so, uh, middle of August. Sometime yep. 8th and 11th, I think. Something like that. If you're anywhere near Hamtramck, Michigan, it's a three-day music festival, and it's all sorts, all types of music. Just fantastic. And it goes yeah, to great it's probably great the 11th, the 11th and the 14th. Yeah. The 11th is a Thursday. Yeah, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And then yeah. sometimes there's a couple shows on Sunday too. Twenty yep. bucks. I think it's still twenty bucks this year. Gets a wristband for all four nights, and you can yep. walk into any bar that has the shows at Hamtramck. So if you're in the Detroit area and you want to come to Hamtramck, um, I wouldn't suggest going outside of Hamtramck because of well, the risk you might take of getting shot in the leg. But um, there's a lot of good music going on, as there always is. Well, you and, can request uh, to be shot in the arm if you want. Yeah, we'd love to see everybody. You don't out. have to be shot in the arm. Yeah. If anybody <laughs> wants to come out, just let us know, and uh, we'll have a uh, wristband for you. Yeah. On Bill, Bill says he would pay for it. You guys can. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, we'll but. figure it out. Anyways, all right. Well, thanks for listening to Low Standards and Pours. It's uh, July seventh, nine twenty-nine. Going to wrap up this lousy show again. All right, yep. let's wrap it up again. And uh, Al is going to play us some party music. You can cut us out on this. A little link right. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll be on again next Thursday. And uh, who knows what we're talking about. But, maybe Eric will let me talk. Yeah, maybe week. it might. Um, whatever. Um, it'll, be the, it'll be the Bill show again. Um, I think it was. And you're ugly and your mother dresses you for.